0: Hey everyone, and welcome to week two of the NFL Digest. It's your girl Nora Natish, and you know how this game goes. She picks five games to talk about each episode. One, Nora's game of the week. Two, the trash game of the week. And then three games that just caught my eye. So right now, there's only six teams that are still undefeated 2-0. Yes, only two weeks, but still, they are 2-0. and and let's get to it let's get it popping so the first game we are going to talk about today is those chiefs and the chargers that was actually gonna be like Nora's game of the week but another game has officially took that spot because yes the Chiefs and Chargers game was amazing i was very excited for this game um Yo, sending healing energy and press to Justin Herbert. Like he did fracture, I believe. Yeah, he did fracture his rib, and I saw I saw it in his face when that boy clanged his rib and screamed. I knew, Mm -mm. homie was hurt. I know pain when I see it. Okay, so let's get to the game, right? So our guy Justin Herbert he threw for three hundred and thirty-four yards, completed thirty-three of forty-eight of his attempts. He also had three touchdowns and one interception. Justin Herbert had a great game. This game really, really, really went down to the wire because the Chargers had time to come back. It was several opportunities, but we you know. What? Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to why. Austin Eckler, he was our leading rusher for the Chargers for 14 carries for 39 yards. Mike Williams was our leading uh, receiver. He had eight receptions for 113 yards and one touchdown. Now let's pivot to Kansas City. So the Chiefs, they of course we don't know who are their lead passer is Pat Mahomes. He had 235 yards. He threw for wow. He threw for 235 yards, completed 24 out of 35 attempts, attempts and had two touchdowns. Clyde Edwards had eight carries for 74 yards. And that boy, Travis Kelsey, was the leading receiver with five receptions for 51 yards. Okay, let's get to a quarter one. So, the Chargers were the first one to put the points on the board. And actually, the first quarter, the only people with the points on the board. Because at five minutes and 58 seconds, you got Dustin Hawkins kicking a 31-yard field goal, putting the Chargers up 3-0 to zero on the first. In the second quarter, you got... Xander Hoveth. Hovith. <laughs> Y'all, you know, she girl cannot say a, say a name, but she's going to do the best she can. So, Xander caught a one-yard pass from Justin Herbert, which resulted in a touchdown. Justin Hopkins kicked the extra point, making it 10-7. to 7. So, then after that, we have Jericho. No, I said Jericho. You could tell your girl's time. I'll get to why I'm tired to say, but... Jarek McKin- McKinnon, 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 I'm saying his last name crazy, I already know. McKinnon had caught a nine-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which resulted in a touchdown. Matt Amidola kicked the extra point, making it 7-10. So we're going into halftime, 7-10, to 10, Chargers game. Both defenses actually playing pretty well. The Chargers really locked down Pat Mahomes, though, so shout out to the Chargers. However, in the third quarter, we get some changes. Mike Williams catches a 15-yard pass from Justin Herbert, which results in a touchdown. Dustin Hopkins catches a point, making it 17 to seven. You know, I know the Chiefs. One thing about the Chiefs—they're going to put some boards points on the board because towards the middle of the third quarter, Justin Watson catches a 41-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which results in a touchdown. Matt Amendola kicked the extra point, made it fourteen to seventeen. Still, of course, anyone's game. Now we're going to the fourth. Pat Mahomes is going to heat up like no other. Because, but however, starts with a field goal from Matt Amendola with a nineteen-yard field goal, tying the game seventeen to seventeen. One thing again, one thing about them Chiefs—they're gonna get—they're gonna play you a game. At the ten minutes, the twenty-nine second mark, Jalen Watson has a 99-yard interception, which results in a touchdown. Matt Amidola kicks the point, make it 24-17. This was the first point in the whole game where the Chiefs took over the game. And from this point on, Chiefs Nations was wilding, and they were excited. However, as I mentioned earlier, Justin Herbert got injured during this time as well. And we'll have Matt Amidola kicks the a- 31-yard field goal with 3 minutes, 20 seconds left on the clock, making it 27-17. to Then, Joshua Palmer catches a 7-yard pass uh, injured Justin Herbert, which results in a touchdown with a minute and 11 seconds left to go. Dustin Hopkins kicks the extra point, making it 24-27. to Yes, y'all. That's how I went down. And that's how the game ended. The Chiefs were able to close it out And move forward Chargers, I personally like Chargers I think they're a good team I think, was, I think Justin Herb is a solid quarterback I think he's a good quarterback working towards greatness And homie, got some ways to go So, we're going to get to our next game This game shocked me And this is why we're talking about it Because you know on this podcast She would never be talking about this game One to one clock games besides My Giants game, I'll get to that in a second that shocked me was the Jets in the Browns game. The Jets beat the Browns 31 to 30. So let's talk about it. Joe Flacco, he threw for 307 yards, completed 26 out of 44 attempts, had four touchdowns. Yes, you heard me. Old man Joe had 307 yards, completed 26 out of 44 attempts, and had four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. I have to say it again, because that was like, compared to the week before, whoo. Four touchdowns. Brees Hall, he led in rushing yards with seven carries for 50 yards, and for our receiving yards, we have Garrett Wilson with eight receptions for 102 yards and two touchdowns. The, the Jets were balling. Yes, you heard me say it. I said it, and we're going to continue to move on. Jacoby Brissett, he led in passing yards, of course, for the Browns with 229 yards, completed 22 out of 27 attempts, had one touchdown and one interception. Nick Chubb ran up and down that field right with 17 carries for 87 yards and three touchdowns. Nick Chubb's that dog. I hope y'all have any fancy teams. Also, shout out to everybody who has a fantasy league and didn't invite her. Real lame. I know that... The- that's all about you don't want to get beat by Nar because I don't play the fantasy football. I'm real, real good. Okay. Amari Cooper, he led in receiving yards with nine receptions for 101 yards and one touchdown. So let's get to this game. So the Browns put the first points up on the board with a four-yard run from Nick Chubb. Towards the end of the first quarter, making it 7 to 0 In the second quarter, Garrett Wilson... Catches a two-yard pass from Joe Flacco, which results in a touchdown. Greg. I always mispronounce the, the Jets kickers last name. So Greg G, oh, sorry. Greg Z, the kicker, kicked at the point and made it seven out to seven. Amari Cooper catches a six-yard pass from Jacoby Brissett, making it uh 13 to 7 lead for the Browns then Cade York kicked extra point, making it 7-7. I'm sorry, 14-7. Brees Hall then catches a 10-yard pass from Joe Flacco, which results in a touchdown. Greg Z, I got you, Greg. He kicked uh, extra point, which was good. Time game, 7-7, going into the half. Now, the third quarter is not as, as exciting. Live three and outs. Um, Cade York did kick Kick a 22 yard field goal at the nine minute, eight second mark. But other than that, a lot of three and outs, really boring quarter. I'm not gonna lie, a snooze quarter. However, the fourth quarter got active. Greg Z kicked a 57 yard field goal, tying the game 17 to 17. Then Nick Chubb had a seven yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Cade, your kick, kick, the extra point, make it 24 to 17. It's getting crazy and it doesn't end there because Nick Chubb has a 12 yard run which results in a touchdown with a minute and 55 seconds left on the clock making it 30 to 17. If you're a Jets fan, you're like it's over. What are we going to do? Well Joe Flacco said you all been talking about me It's on social media. Y'all been talking about me on NFL Network. Y'all were talking about me on ESPN. Y'all were talking about me on the V-Report because we used to be caring. But then he said, you know what? All y'all can hold my beer because I'm about to go play. Joe Flacco launches a 66-yard pass to Corey Davis, which results in a touchdown with a minute and 22 seconds left on the clock. Greg Z, keep that make it 24-30. It didn't end there because with 22 seconds left on the clock, Joe Flacco threw that pigskin 15 yards to Greg, sorry, Garrett Wilson, and he caught it for a touchdown. Greg Z kicked extra point, making it 31 to 30. I must say that might have been one of the best games the Jets have played in a while. I got to give props where props are due. And the Jets did that. The Jets did that, and hey, I got to do. I got to give, you know, bow for a second, give it your respect. So, we're now going to go to the trash game of the week. And this game, I think we're all in agreement here. This was hot trash and it was the Colts and the Jags. Well, I have said it a few times on the V Report. Matt Ryan is just not that guy. He's not. He's a, you know, he was. How I looked at the Falcons the past few years, they were the Southern Giants. Like, just piss poor, but play hard, give up the lead, lose the game, just dumb stuff, it didn't make any sense. Well, Matt Ryan led that team for all those years, and now he's at the Colts. Leading the Colts right to oblivion. However, I'm not going to just drag Matt Ryan. Because people gotta catch the ball, too. So... Let's get to it. So you got Matt Ryan. He threw for 195 yards, completed out of 30 of his attempts, and he had three interceptions. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> for lead rusher with Jonathan Taylor with nine carries for 54 yards. The leading receiver was Ashton Ashton Dullin with five receptions, five receptions for 79 yards. Well. One thing the Colts did was give Trevor Lawrence his confidence back. Because Trevor Lawrence threw for 235 yards, completed 25 out of 30 attempts, and had two touchdowns. James Robinson, he had 23 carries, 64 yards, and one touchdown. And your guy, we all know him, we all miss him in, in Arizona, but Christian Curry, he led receiving yards with six receptions for 78 yards and two touchdowns. Well, Let's get to it. I'm gonna tell you all right, from right now. The fourth quarter didn't really even happen. The no why you played pretty much. Took out took, um took out um Trevor Lawrence. No one got any points up, but things did get active in the first because Christian Kirk caught a 10-yard pass from Trevor Lawrence, which resulted in a touchdown. Riley passed, kicked the extra point, making it seven to zero. What happened in the second quarter? James Robinson. Had a 37 yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Riley Paris kicked the extra point, making it 14 to 0. Right before the half, Riley passes kicked a 52 yard field goal, making it 17 to 0. So if you're watching this game, you're probably thinking in the next half of this game, things are going to get better. Well, we got a little sneak peek because I told y'all that the fourth quarter, pretty much no one put big points, nothing took the place. There's a bunch of three and outs, a bunch of mess, and just disaster. Well, the third quarter gave you a little something, Sean. With 17 seconds left in the third quarter, Christian Kirk catches a five-yard pass for Trevor Lawrence, which results in a touchdown. Riley Pass and kicks the extra point, making it 24-0. After that, no one else saw the end zone. So the Colts got shot out by the Jags, 24-0. That's my trash game of the week because it just seemed like, well, shout out to the Jags for winning. But the Colts, it was just like, everything that could go wrong went wrong and blew up more and more and more. And it was just a terrible performance. And you're probably all wondering, there's not a game that I have never seen somebody blow a game like the Ravens did against Dolphins. But that was my, my trash game. My trash game has to be this one because it was just I, I would have never wanted to watch it. But our next game we're going to discuss. It has to be. My Giants and Panthers. It just has to be. It has to be that way. So. We are. uh, Our fourth game of this week is going to be. Giants, Panthers, Giants beat the Panthers. 19 to 16. Okay. Let's go. We got. Baker Mayfield, throwing for 145 yards, completing 14 at 29 attempts, and he had one touchdown. Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, Caffrey, goodness gracious, had 15 carries for 102 yards, while DJ Moore it took him a little bit of time to get active, but once he did, he was there. He had three receptions for 43 yards and one touchdown. Daniel Jones, he threw for 176 yards, completed 22 at 34, of his Precious, and he had one touchdown. Um, Saquon Barkley had 21 carries for 72 yards, while Richie James letting rushing yards, sorry, receiving yards, and he had five receptions for 51 yards. So, in the first quarter, we got Graham Gano, the 36-yard field goal, putting the Giants up on the board early in the game. At the end of the first quarter, Graham Gano kicked another 33-yard field goal, put it up 6-0. to zero. So that's what happened in the first quarter. Yes, y'all. That's what that was happened. The Panthers could not get anything going. There's a lot of huge defensive um, plays that actually ended up with the Giants in an amazing field, goal po- field position, but it turned into field goals, which was very frustrating as a fan, because it was stupid. But our our defense and special teams were really playing in this game. Shout out to y'all because it was It was magical to see how they were moving. In the second quarter, the Panthers got on the board with um, 12 minutes and 15-second mark. Eddie Pinero kicked the 31-yard field goal, making it 3 6 At the end of the second, right before halftime, Eddie Pinero Pinero kicked a 32-yard field goal, making it 6-6 going into half. We have tie game. You're a fan. You were exhausted, but you were just... Again, your defense, our the defense was really playing. Actually, for both teams, defense was really out there. But also, you know, the Giants' offense—it's a lot of cracks in that, in that and then a lot of dumb penalties that took place. But I um, shout to the Giants' defense and shout out to the, um, the Panthers' defense—they really did hold it down for their teams. In the third quarter, DJ Moore caught a 16-yard pass from Baker Mayfield, which resulted in a touchdown—first touchdown of the game. Eddie Pinero kicked the extra point, making it 13-2-6. Daniel Bill, um, Billing, Billinger <laughs> Bellinger caught a 60-yard pass from Dale Jones, which resulted in a touchdown. Graham Gano kicked the extra point, making it 13-13. So we're going into the fourth quarter tie game. If anybody's game to take, here we go. So Graham Gano kicked a 51-yard field goal, making it 16-13 to in the fourth. Then Eddie um, Pinero, sorry, Eddie Pinero, a 38-yard field goal, tying the game back up to 16-16. This was a huge moment for the Giants. Had three minutes, 34 seconds. Graham Gaino kicked a 56-yard field goal to make it 19-16. And this is time for your defense to really take care of things. Defense was doing the best they could. Definitely um, a few three and outs. However, the Giants were able to hold on to that lead, that lead all the way to the end of the game, making it 19 to 16. Giants are now 2-0. First at first time in a long time. They've been 2-0. Since so that's really true. Yeah, I don't know. Says so the picture on the boat. So it's time for Nora's game of the week. My game of the week was the one that was your game of the week. The Cardinals vs. the Raiders. This game, I did not see going the way it did. I did not. But it was, it gave you the drop. If you are someone who loves football, this probably was a game that didn't get active for you until the fourth quarter. Well, if you're a Cardinals fan, fourth quarter. (laughs) But if you're someone who just likes a good story, a good situation, a good mess. This was this game. This game was all over the place. I thought after the first half, I was like, yo, the Cardinals looking like fool's gold. What's going on? But the Raiders were playing. They butts off. And then the second half of the game, Cardinals say, yo, I'm sitting up now. We're playing for real, for real. Because That's what you saw in this game. All the way up even to overtime, I saw some of the most ridiculous extended plays that turned into touchdowns I've ever seen. I saw Hollywood Brown miss a catch that was you had to catch. It was so many things that kept you on the edge of your seat all the way until that clock hit 0, zero. And then you go to overtime after that to just see the Carlos come out with the 29-23 victory. So let's talk about how we got there. So we have Derek Carr. He threw for 252 yards, completed 25 out of 39 attempts. He had two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs, he had 19 carries for 56 yards, and our lead receiver was Mac Hollins, with five receptions for 66 yards. Kyle Murray, he threw for 274 yards, completed 13 out of 49 attempts. He had one touchdown and one interception. Daryl Williams, he had eight carries for 59 yards and one touchdown, while Zacherts, he led in receiving yards with eight receptions for 75 yards. So let's get to this jazzy game. For the first half, it was Raider Nation all across the board. Devontae Adams caught a one-yard pass from Derek Carr, which resulted in a touchdown, put the points on the board early in the th- first quarter. Second quarter, it was all Raiders. The Raiders' defense dominated the uh, Cardinals. It was a lot of three-and-out for the Cardinals. The Cardinals were really, really, really struggling in the first half of this game. However, in the second quarter going in at 11 minutes and 50, sorry, 40 seconds. We have Daniel Carlson with 32, a 32-yard field goal, which put the Raiders up 10 to 0. Darren Waller caught a, third, a three-yard pass from Derek Carr, which resulted in a touchdown. Daniel Carlson could the point, making it 17 to 0. To take us into halftime. Daniel Carson Carl Carson kicked the 55-yard field goal, making it 20 to zero. So you go. So I told you the points were 29 to 23. So you know some stuff got funky, funky, funky in the second half. Well, third quarter hits, and we have Greg George catches a five-yard pass from Kyle Murray, which puts the Carl on the board, seven to 20, to end and the third quarter. um, Daniel Carson, 25 yard field, will make it 23 to 27. The fourth quarter was all Cardinals. Okay, the Cardinals woke up and got together. Darrell Williams has a one yard run, which results in a touchdown. Kyle Murray goes for the two point conversion, which was good. It was a mess. It was wild to watch, but he got it. And that made it 15 to 23. It was necessary. With at the last play of the game, Kyle Murray has a three-yard run, which results in a touchdown, making it 21-23. Murray then throws a pass to AJ Green, which was good, which means two-point conversion was good. Make it 23 to 23. We're like, I was shaking like, oh my god, how is it even possible? You wanna know why? Kyle Murray is that guy. Even when you think he's not, he's going to give you a good show. That boy has heart. He plays all the way to that end. Okay? That's what you want from your quarterback. And we go to overtime. A bunch of nonsense happening overtime. It was like a lot of, like, bad Hollywood movie stuff. Just a bunch of three and outs. A bunch of people couldn't get down the field. A lot of just mess and great defense by both sides. However... Brian Murphy Jr. Um, has a 59-yard fumble return. Oh, that killed the Raiders. The Raiders are making some progress, and that's, that will do it. That results with the six points on add to the game. You already know what that means. 29-23. And that's how that game ended. That game, I did not see it going even that way. It was crazy. But it is what it is. And that was Nora's game of the week. So, for week three, tonight we got the Steelers versus the Browns. On Sunday, we're going to the one o'clock games. We got Texans and Bears, Raiders and Titans, Chiefs and Colts, Bills and Dolphins, Lions and Vikings, Ravens and Patriots, Bengals and Chiefs. Oh, that game. The Bengals? I could have a whole rant about how pissed off I am with the Bengals, but Say it for another day. Eagles and Commanders, Saints and Panthers. In the 405 game will be the Jags and the Chargers. Oof, that's going to be a mess for me. Well, we don't actually we don't know. We don't know until we see it, right? But our America's games of the week are going to be the Rams and the Cardinals, Falcons and the Seahawks, Packers and Bucks, which I can't. That's the game I'm waiting for. If that's not North's game of the week, you know a lot of people let me down. Our Sunday night football game is going to be the 49ers and the Broncos. Monday night football, we're going back to MetLife, but we're having our rivals, the Cowboys versus the Giants at MetLife. And that concludes this episode of the NFL Digest. Catch me next week for week three, and your NFL Digest will get to you much, much, much earlier to next week. But it's been a long week. Your girl has been working crazy hours, crazy hours. But you guys will all be able to catch me next week again with more of what I love to do is talk about football. You know, I get five games. We talk about them. All right. Catch you next time. Bye.